Hey there, Internet. You're watching AfterBuzz TV. This is the after show for Archer. It's season seven, episode four, Motherless Child. You're going to want to stick around. We're going to give our thoughts. We're going to give our opinions. We'll make some references to stuff that happened in the episode. Stick around. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, Internet. It is so good to be back with another episode of Archer. It's fantastic. It was good. It was weird. It we, was super weird. We saw a robotic exoskeleton, a Terminator of some kind, apparently. <laughs> not the Terminator, but a one. Yeah. Hey, everyone. I'm not a Terminator that you know of. I'm Greg Goodness. And you can find me on the Twitters, at Greg Goodness. It's very logical, complicated, slash, whatever. You get it. I'm not the only one here, though. Zach Sale or something. Oh, hey guys. I'm uh, I'm Zach Wilson, and I'm gonna get drunk. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, Zach, you card, you. That was a heavy pour, sir. That was a two thumbbell fill tour. You know what? Two Whatever. finger pour? Yeah, that's what I was going for. for. Well, I started with the two finger pour, and then I was like, oh, is it a four second pour? That's like the actual bartender. Yeah, but that turn. would assume I had like a, a speed pour. Mm. This was just an uncontrolled liquid goes in this cup. Yeah. Yeah, well, you keep doing whatever you're doing, sir. It's I mean, I'm continuing the tradition. I even continued while I was away. Aww. I think I tweeted it at you guys. You did. I was just, I like, saw that in an airport, like, it's Archer time. I guess I got to go drinking. Yeah, I guess I have to. <laughs> I totally wouldn't on my own. Hey, Not guys. Also, Joel and Alexis are out tonight. We miss them terribly. When Zach was out, we called him a butthole, and I'm not going to do that because I'm a gentleman. But, Zach, now that you're back, your status has been lifted back up. To, to what? To non-butthole. <laughs> to regular to, dude. To front hole? Ugh. Both holes. <laughs> a reference to this episode. Both holes hurt. <laughs> which we should be talking about. Guys, this was an episode of feels. Once again, we got Barry back in the mix. I didn't think, I was very hesitant to say we were going to have Barry back in the mix. Oh, we, we talked about this, I think, on the first episode, the first after show of the year. But, like, yeah, I think we all were a little surprised. Yeah. No one thought, like, oh, Barry's totally dead. There's no way they're going to bring him back again. Well, I knew that he was alive, but I thought it was one of those things which is like, okay, we gave Barry a weird send-off, and we're never going to see him in his robotic weirdness again. But no, he resurfaces as the elephant man. No, I think we need to have Barry at least once a season. That's fair. I think it's like a rule now. Some weird <laughs> incarnation of Barry. We've gone from regular Barry to cyber robotic Barry to elephant man Barry to exoskeleton Barry to now, I guess, weird, creepy mock-up of Cyril Barry. So weird. So weird. Yeah, man. Um, but uh, it was it was great. I, I uh, this was this was Barry being Barry in the best way. Psycho murderous rampage for sort of justified reasons yeah you have barry as going all the way back to when he was first introduced as sort of the voice of reason in the duo of archer v barry but he is now of course a complete psychopath as anyone would be after being blown up in a grain silo <laughs> i would imagine 
But yeah, he, I thought it was a little bit weird to me. The logic of like, I'm trying to be a better Barry. So now I'm going to kidnap your mother and stuff her in an underground, undisclosed <laughs> location. That's some psycho, like, Adam Reed, mm-hmm. that's uh, like, to the writers, that's some psychopath level thinking to come up with this way <laughs> to like, keep Mallory <laughs> in check. Like, not like... There's a bomb that's going to go off. There's, like, a guy with a knife who's going to stab her. No, we trapped her in an underground bunker. And we have a generator slowly pumping air in, just enough to keep her alive. And if, But it only has enough fuel to last 12 hours. And if you don't find who my mother is, <laughs> she's going to slowly suffocate. You know that diagram that they showed, like the blueprints of it? You know Adam Reed must have sketched that out on a bar napkin somewhere. Like that is it just literally <laughs> scanned in and they threw it up on air. No. I did love, because just the, the thought, like, because Barry had to go make those, like, <laughs> graphics at some point. Like, yeah. He doesn't have a graphics department. He doesn't have the KGB at his disposal anymore. He's a robot. He doesn't need a graphics department. He is one. That's fair. It was probably very easy. But (laughs) he, as a computing robot, had to sit there and design that little schematic of the chair falling over and everything. The little X's on the eyes. Barry is insane. But as I say that it was weird to me, but it's weird within the realm of Barry. So I appreciated that, that it's crazy, but it's Barry crazy. Barry crazy, eh? Eh? (laughs) Puns are the lowest form of comedy. As we learned in this episode. Except, uh, but for me, it's murder. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not speaking of murder... We got to talk about Archer, who is seemingly giving a hoot about his mother in this episode. Like, he was genuinely distraught when she got put up on the screen. Like, he was all clamoring for it. Yeah, not even like fake, like covering distraught. Like, genuine emotions. He gave a damn. Which is a huge departure from all the way back to the pilot episode when the thought of his mother dead literally gave him an erection. <laughs> And I think that's maybe because we've seen some growth in Archer that he's starting to get banged up this season, as we've seen. Archer's like, the way that Archer grows, it's like classic two steps forward, one step back. Yeah. That that was all. Okay, He's like, he cares if she lives or dies, but not enough to like hesitate to do crazy, stupid stuff. He's still going to risk killing Barry and losing the coordinates. As opposed to doing whatever he says. In fairness, had he killed Barry, still would have worked out. Yeah. Which, I mean, a valid point. So, technically, Archer was in the right? Yeah. I don't know. It was an interesting dynamic to see Archer actually giving a hoot, though, after all of this time. I mean, again, we've seen again and again that he sort of has this, ah, well, my mother, eh, I hate her, but this does He does have a baby now. Yeah, you you probably think that having uh, being a father might shed some more light on having a parent, right? And the emotional connection or lack thereof. Yeah, after he got beat up, you know, emotionally beat up, I guess, in last week's episode, maybe he's feeling a little tender, a little soft spot in there. 
needs to reconnect. I don't know. These are just theories that I have, guys. I would have loved if it twisted at the end of the episode and he's like, that was just a cover for some reason. (laughs) That he's like, what? I don't care. No, I was just faking as part of an elaborate master plan. Yeah. As I want to do. I had to make Barry think I cared. (laughs) Obviously. It sort of fell back into that, where at the end of the episode, he's like, ah, yeah, she's fine. She's out. (laughs) I don't know where she is, but I'm sure she'll figure it out. Which she did. We got to see Mallory actually taking names and kicking patootie. I mean, Mallory has always, like, we've always known about her badass spy days as, like, this thing that existed in the past. Uh, It was cool to see her going through those motions for, like, maybe not the first time, but, like, one of the very first times. Yeah. She doesn't do it very often. No, for sure. We've always gotten hints of it in the past, and she literally laid out in this episode all the time she's been in worse spots than this. So it's hard to get more like direct than that. But I was a I was a fan of it because we've seen Mallory just sort of relegated to this office managerial sort of like watching over matriarch position which she's always been but really so in this season because she doesn't have it's the figus agency right like she has no power essentially so it's good to see her out and taking names man yeah she showed extreme ingenuity, and she's in great shape Look, for a lady. Look, she's been through lady. everything. <laughs> You've been up to your ankles in camel blood. I want to see the flashback to that. Yeah. I want to see when and how many camels need to be killed for you to be up to your ankles in camel blood. I would assume at least two, even yeah, if I it's mean, a very small I mean, camels are very room. large creatures. They got that hump. Yeah. That's well, the hump's water, full of water, blood. yeah. But I don't know. water becomes blood. Guys, if anyone knows how a camel works, if you can chime in and just let us know how much camel blood would be an ankle's worth, that's got to be a metric unit somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. I work in inches. I, I can't figure these things Camel. Out. I mean, maybe just camel blood is like, like <laughs> one camel's worth of blood is like a measuring unit that we just don't know the yeah. name for. It's like a fathom. No one's really sure what it is. We just know it's a measurement. <laughs> I'm going to get people so mad at me being like, a fathom is this. But that's fine. You guys are right. I don't know what a fathom is. You do. You're smart. That's fine. I also liked at the end Mallory getting one last good uh, butt kicking in with that trucker in the weird. Again, we're doing so many scenes this season of just stillness. The sun setting in the background and Mallory, unseen to our eyes, kicking so much butt and throwing a trucker out of his own vehicle. Yeah. It was fun, man. And I liked the little exchange at the end, too. That was weird. <laughs> it, it, it was a cool... I liked the, the directing of it, like, just sticking to that wide shot. It was cool. It, like... You didn't, because we didn't need to see it. Yeah. Probably saved their budget. Yeah. Well, they spent it on that sunset, which looked great. So it's like. They spent it on the Terminator robot. That's fair. I'm sure (laughs) a metallic berry wreaking havoc with a gold plated AK 47 must have cost a pretty penny. Yeah. But I did like the sunset. I thought it was like, there's something weird going on with this animation. But it was beautiful. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> there's some weird camel blood talk going on in the chat. <laughs> no, what have we wrought? De- Derek just said, depending if you have a bucket or enough to fill a kiddie pool. 
Where was Mallory? That's the real question is what size room and what have you was it in? Yeah, it could have been a closet. Then it would have been real easy to get ankle deep. Yeah. Like if you're in like a two by two closet. Right. It'll fill up real quick. Yeah, it's a camel right there. Um, But but then how did you get the camel in there? If you're in like a standard like 10 by 12 room Mm -hmm. or 10 by 20 room even. Right. Talking probably at least two camels, maybe four. Yeah. To Guys, fit, to if, get you, ankle deep. if you need some camel blood work done, Zach Wilson is the man to call. He's Look, clearly I'm, I'm actively out. researching this topic. <laughs> I don't, I can't say I know yet, but I will get on the subject should it be needed. Great, fantastic. I've got a camel guy. Are they single hump camels or double hump camels? Ooh, an interesting variable has been tossed into the equation. I would say that it is irrelevant because the humps are filled with water. So the number of humps would not affect the amount of blood within said camel. Well, you've put a disturbing amount of thought into this. <laughs> well before the thought of this came up for the episode, you were just sitting around your apartment one day being like, I wonder how much blood a camel holds. I'm not going to say I haven't cooked camel burgers before oh jesus that one's actually not a joke i did do that one yeah i know that you did that zach i take you at your word <laughs> your horrifying weird word i legitimately have a camel guy Ugh. guys camel talk that's the kind of thing that you can expect on this podcast and if you like the camel talk or some of the other stuff that we do if we're actually talking about the episode yeah if you like watching zach pour whiskey or listening to it because we picked up a little bit of audio (laughs) there go on to itunes rate and subscribe let us know what we're doing right what we're doing wrong i'm sure there's a ton but mostly we appreciate when you say nice things about us. Zach, didn't someone say a nice thing about us they at some did. point? They did. They uh, did. Two people said nice things about us. Uh, we got another porn name. Okay. From, there we uh, go. from a couple episodes ago. JJ101471. Uh, porn name is apparently Princess46. Ooh. That's <laughs> disturbing on a real deep level. Not sure I like my porn name, considering... I'm a dude. <laughs> uh, sorry, I missed all the previous seasons of your podcast. You guys and gals are great riding in the danger zone. Keep up the great work. Well, Aww, thank you, JJ. Thank you. Or should I say Princess 46? Yes. Um, and SR Wheeler says, Theremin for the win. Yes. Love that spooky theremin. Mm. Amazing after show for an amazing, hilarious TV show. The hopes help me. The hosts helped me catch up so many more little references that make this show that much more interesting. Greg has been an integral part to my Archer experience for years now. Oh, that's Thanks for scary. all the hard work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been hosting this show longer than any of us. I have, yeah. I love this show. I keep coming back. I try to get out. It pulls me back in. <laughs> there were a ton of references in this in this episode. Too. There like, were so many callbacks. Oh, my God. There were an insane amount before we get on that i do want to give a shout out real quick to just nicole on youtube because you can rate and comment on youtube as well saying uh wants to address the absence of woodhouse i don't know if we can i legitimately don't woodhouse is gone the voice actor who portrayed him passed away and it's sad and horrible i don't know if we can do anything with him uh i feel like i do feel like did he die after production had wrapped yeah, this is long ago dude yeah it's sad it makes me so sad talking about i that. know uh just like but while we're talking about, like i would think that just as a tribute they would do 
a goodbye episode or a goodbye art like story in one just like where woodhouse dies and then like archer has to deal with woodhouse dying oh because we don't even you don't even need like it's a classic tv thing to do like if an actor passes away then you have to do an episode like about them dying but without them in it um like uh i think like glee had to do it like few years ago oh man if we want to do a real emotional kick in the groin for archer and for everyone watching yeah that would be burying woodhouse Ooh, oh god this makes me so sad this <laughs> makes me so incredibly sad I just, a slightly I just... yeah i know a slightly lighter note chef 12005 says mallory has no chill i love this panel yes mallory has no chill although we saw it in this episode, she was very chill and collected and calm to get herself out of that situation. Yeah. She just has no chill when it comes to other people, <laughs> which is fair. Yeah. Um, Sorry to distract you. You said references. Oh, yeah. There's so many. I like. I kept writing more and more down. <laughs> when you're not even my robot supervisor. <laughs> this was just nothing but callbacks. This was an episode that had very little to do with the season at hand. We didn't get any long water references. It was irrelevant to the to the season. Like this could this episode literally could have happened in any season regardless of what version of reboot we were on. Which is fine. That's great. You need to have a few of those yeah. episodes. But I think it was interesting because it was that sort of standalone episode just how many references there were. I yeah. mean, to begin with it's a callback to Barry, Barry coming back into the equation, uh, which is in of itself the biggest callback that you can make in this episode, I guess. Uh, there was a lemon tree in Mallory's office, which I thought was like, oh, oh Mallory's lemon tree making a return. They have a thing for lemons, yep. apparently. Um, bok, bok. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that making, mop making a return when Archer fires the gun in the back of the taxi. Yeah. The, mop. Yeah. Mop. We got to talking about Frambois again. Yeah. Being, a lot of season, like specifically a lot of season one references. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what, are, what was the service? There were more. Like a Bad Penny, the exact episode escapes me on that, but that's definitely a callback. Oh, oh like was it? I don't can't... even remember that. Yeah, that, that that got me thinking. I was like, oh, man, I know that's from one of the episodes, but I can't. Ugh, I'm failing you guys, and I apologize. Uh, Ron! Ron made a return! Ron Cadillac! Back in action! Ron, he just comes in in a cutaway, confused about a coffee grinder. Oh my god. Which was my favorite part of the episode. Just, I love Ron! I need more Ron! So dumb. He's so stupid. <laughs> I feel like we also need to clarify when Greg and I ever call something stupid in a comedy, it is almost always a compliment. Oh, it's the highest praise. If I say something is stupid and I say it while laughing, it means it's my favorite thing. <laughs> and Rod Cadillac is my favorite thing. I oh oh my god, more Ron Cadillac, nonstop, please. Um, what other references do we, or just like there's some some great lines in this oh the the password the, the password. password guest <laughs> you've got to be kidding that me. is just baby town frolics our security here is atrocious <laughs> like that was one of the first like jokes that i ever heard in archer that like was repeated amongst like a friend group yeah it was like 
that is just baby town frolics or baby time frolics, whatever it was. Yeah. It was just like, it was one of the first lines I fell in love with from Archer. So it was cool to see like guests. <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles' security is atrocious. <laughs> uh, there were a few weird oh. references that I had to look up. Not necessarily references back in time to previous Archer. Did you have anything else that got caught? I just had um, that Pam was doing a good job of keeping up with the comment on my t- <laughs> I can't say it because I'm a dude. And she was saying th- coming on my tits. Yeah. Okay. There yeah. you go. Well, we can. Aha. <laughs> we can quote the show. That's the rule. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and Lana making Archer feel better with phrasing is a nice little runner that we're getting through. Yeah. We, there's season. multiple phrasings. Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> it just becomes a fun game for them to play. Like the the phrasing joke got stale, so they're just like, what if we just reference the joke itself yeah constantly becomes this weird breaking not really breaking the fourth wall but well, it becomes its own entity that you then have to reference yeah somebody was like so there are a couple of holes wait and then pam wait are we doing and then they just cut her off <laughs> like that's the thing they don't even need to finish calling out the joke anymore everyone's on the edge of that's their seat how aware they're people waiting are. for it yeah <laughs> oh that was so good we did okay so not references but things that i had to look up rumaki uh, archers leaving the tiki bar which is definitely a real place in la there are tiki bars everywhere in LA. oh yeah uh rumaki is a odor of mock polynesian origin it was popularly served at trader vicks and it is chicken liver wrapped in bacon with water chestnuts. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the cabinet of Dr. Krieger. <laughs> cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Mm-hmm. Classic uh, German expressionist. Did I use my film degree right? Yep. Yep. Yes! Yep. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Worth every penny! <laughs> Not at all. No, guys, save your money. Don't do what I did. Uh, the oh, Aztecs man. play. If you're in town to see the Aztecs play, I have bad news for you. Los Angeles Aztecs were a soccer team uh, that ran from oh. 1974 to 1981 and was part owned by Elton John. Wow. Interesting. Was, is Tammy Joe Stamps a reference to anything? Not that I can think of, but I did love the name uh, Hideaway Orphanage. Hideaway, Hideaway. Yeah, okay. I just had to bring that up. Yeah, a lot of and people are saying are trying to remind us about the foil duck. I already did the bok bok. Yeah, we hey did guys. the bok bok. <laughs> we got that. We appreciate you guys staying vigilant, though. Yeah, stay on us, please. Uh, Univac is the name of a line of electronic digital store program computer. It was an early computer. When Ron is saying it's hotter than the Univac, it's he's referencing a computer, you guys. And that's really all that I had. I had yeah. no idea what Archer was talking about with transgendered frogs. No, that if that's a reference to something. Whew. Yeah. Um, oh, Samuel Johnson, uh, just an English writer who, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, that's a quote from him. Like, com- puns are the worst, <laughs> the lo- one of the lowest forms of comedy. And that makes me one of the lowest types of comedians. We are both very low on the total bullshit because I love me a good pun. You should have heard the way I opened the Daredevil finale last oh, night. God. I think I fit eight puns into 30 seconds. How? You are a machine. You are a Terminator-like robot when it comes to puns. And it's scary to me. I mean, 
It's fun. Okay. I'll take it at that. Pun fun. Did we have right, anything ignore else? Ignore that, that I said that out loud. Okay. I will. Thank you. Uh, uh, oh, just weird little thing. I paused it so you didn't have to. Barry got hit by a watermelon truck. <laughs> I'm always curious. Whenever what? someone whenever someone gets hit by a truck, I'm like, what kind of truck was it? Watermelons. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a reference to something else, but that's what it is. Was it like a Gallagher thing? I don't think so. Uh, Gallagher, come on. It's whatever. All right. I think maybe was there something else in a earlier... Not that I can think of. No, I don't know. Um, I also want to take this time to mention it is a crime that there is not a Bebop Cola machine in the break room. That is just a generic cola. Like, come on. Let's get a Bebop Cola in there. Let's kick it back to C-Lab 2021, guys. But that's fine. I, I can live without Bebop Cola. Oh, man. Did you have anything else? Any stray observations? Um, oh, there's some, some great lines in this. A robot's like the furthest thing you can be from an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl Carroll killing it as always. Um, oh, my God. Cheryl is so creepy. The look on her face, again, great job to the animation team, because the look on her face when she realized that Barry is just a giant robot that could do unspeakable things to her. Her face lit up like a Christmas tree. She's in love. Yeah. She's in love. Uh, what was so the quote? The, the ridiculous quote that I had to, I had to write it down because it just had me in stitches. Barry's about to violate the first law of robotics on my vagina. <laughs> um, oh, the first law of robotics being uh, a robot shall do no harm to a human being. Mm-hmm. And repeatedly violated in many a science fiction movies. I don't know why they even call it a law. Yeah, Asimov's, uh, Asimov's Laws of Robotics. Okay. Um, yeah. <sighs> That's oh really all God. I got, man. I... Uh, don't try to body shame me, dog tits. Oh, God. I wrote that down as well. I didn't want to say it, but since you're dropping the T-word so like, freely. I'm just... I... I'm reading off the quotes that I liked from this episode. Fair. Um, noise. Noise. The whole episode was noise. Yeah, noise. And great job to the caption team who actually distinguished between noise and nice in the spelling. Yep. Good job. Stay on it, closed caption people. You're doing good. All right. I think uh, with that, we got to get some spooky theremin music in here. Oh, thank you. And now, you're after Buzz TV. It just sits in my belly and it blows out this warmth and feeling of goodness. <laughs> Zach, we gotta predict something. What what's going on here? Uh well the preview it looked like Pam was effing a burrito. Yeah, pretty much. As she does. Well, we're gonna see the lawyer again. We're gonna see Patton Oswald's character again. So we know yeah. that. That's a for sure. But come on, man. What do you what do you want to see? What's going on? What am I thinking? Mm -hmm. um, well, I do think we're done with Barry for now. Really? Um, I mean, not that I want to be done with him. Well, no, no, no. Actually, you know what? I take it back. Because they gave us his mother's name, um, I think that, that she is going to wind up be being very important uh, to the Blackwater... Is it, it's Blackwater? Longwater. Longwater, thank you. Blackwater is a very different thing. Mm. Um, Longwater scandal. 
Yeah, I think we may be going into a sort of Chinatown situation. Sixteen when she had the baby. I don't know. That's a what real if what stretch. if what if she's like the conspirator behind the whole thing, and it like we get there, and it's just like Barry like acting like a little kid with his mom, just <sighs> like whatever you want, mommy, and like Barry. but he's got a gold plated uh, AK forty seven in the creepy serial mask. <laughs> Dude, you just blew my mind. <laughs> you went to a real dark level that I hadn't even begun to anticipate. Is that that dark? Uh, well, Is it bad that I don't consider that very dark? It's messed up, man. I don't know if it's <laughs> dark, but it's certainly very, very weird. So kudos to you on that. Uh, I think we're going to see more of Mallory kicking butt. I think that this is just the beginning. I think that she may be getting back out there into the field. And more Ron Cadillac. Always more Ron Cadillac. Please. Yeah. I'm begging you. <laughs> I'm sure we have not seen the last of Mr. Cadillac. Good. Thank God. All right, guys. I think that about wraps it up here. Once again, I've been Greg Goodness. You can find me on the Twitters, at Greg Goodness. Check out my channel on YouTube. It's called Doom Goose. We got some sketches. We just finished up a web series that's very weird. It takes place in the desert. References cults and wine. You're going to want to check it out. I just had a prediction theory. Ugh. We had a cabinet full of fake masks and like things. That's what's in the pool. Oh, creepy and weird, but that's actually very astute. Barry's in the pool in an archer mask. Super weird. Oh, man. Where can they find you, uh, You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at that Zach Wilson. T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And here at AfterBuzz on a whole bunch of shows, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Grim, and on uh, our sister network, Popcorn Talk, as the voice of doom. Whoa. Talking about uh, on Marvel Movie News. Nice. Um, yeah, so many places. Dope. Well, internet, once again, thank you so much for tuning in. We love hearing your thoughts. We love talking about the show. It's just so gosh darn weird and stupid. All right, guys, you take it easy. We'll catch you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.